Hello, my name is Tracy Passo, and I am the creator and host of the award-winning podcast, We Know WeHo, a podcast supporting the local businesses of West Hollywood, California. On the show, we allude to anything outside of West Hollywood as WeHo adjacent, and that covers just about everything from Beverly Hills to New York to Paris. We are coming up on our third year of the podcast, and I've been really wanting to expand to highlight other cities. We are going to keep the same purpose, and that is to support the small business community. So, welcome to this inaugural podcast highlighting Hastings, Nebraska. I have never been to Nebraska, but Mikey Consbrook, my former co-host and owner of Bee Wine Room, is originally from Nebraska. When we met in West Hollywood, Mikey had a plan in place to move back home. And in May, he completed building a modern farmhouse and moved back to help his folks with the family business. Welcome, Mikey, back to the mic. Hello, Tracy. It seems like it has been years and years since we've got to play on the mic. I know, and it hasn't. And now I'm going to call you, I think I'm going to call you Farmer Mikey. I love it. I love it. And I have to apologize, Tracy. I am in my pickup truck. I am on the highway going from the farm uh, to Lincoln, Nebraska, our state's capital, uh, to a farm expo where they highlight different uh, new technologies, new equipment, new, um, new and great ways to operate your farm. Oh, my goodness. Well, we might have to do a podcast segment on that, just on farming. <laughs> I would love it. So if there's any background noise, I do apologize. <laughs> All right. And um, I just, you know, I, I'm trying to figure out what I'm going to be calling this. For now, we're going to call it maybe We Know Hastings or maybe We Know Where to Go. I don't know. I'm still working on a title. Oh, um, I love We Know Where to Go. That's that's brilliant. Okay, so we know where to go. So that's what it is. I've got to um, go out there um, after this podcast and like secure all that. Um, so, Mikey, let's start a little bit um, before we dive into specifically Hastings, but just give us uh, a little overview about Nebraska. Well, it is smack dab in the middle. (laughs) It is commonly referred to as a flyover state. Mm -hmm. In fact, there is a brewery out in the western part of the state in a town called Scotts Bluff, and their brewery is called the Flyover State Brewing Company. Um, So, you know, we we know that we're in the middle. We know that uh, uh, we're agrarian and, you know, we we can enjoy the the tongue in cheek. you know, good-natured ribbing of, of the middle flat states. But Nebraska actually is very, very, very diverse in terms of not just landscape, but also uh, industry, people, um, recreation. Most people would think of Nebraska as flat and farms, and there's certainly that aspect to it. Um, but there's so, so, so much more to the state, you know, as as any place. Um, and since I'm from here, I could, I could talk for hours and hours and hours because I do love my home state. Um, but, you know, for everyone who's never been to Nebraska, it's a wealth of natural resources to visit. Uh, it has the world's largest man-made forest. Uh, Arbor Day was invented in Nebraska to promote planting trees. Uh, now it's a uh, national holiday. Um, we have uh, everything from Toadstool National Park, which looks like you're in Utah with beautiful rock formations. You would never guess you're in the state of Nebraska to the sand hills in the northern part where four different um, ecological systems meet from the eastern uh, coniferous forests 
uh, to the Rocky Mountain vegetation. Uh, and it's also the only other place in the world uh, other than the Sahara Desert where the landscape is made up of sand dunes, uh, except in Northern Nebraska, there's enough rain that prairie grass grows on it. Uh, then you have the Platte River Basin, which most people would know because the interstate follows the Platte River. Uh, and the Platte is a, a Native American word for flat waters. So that's why Nebraska looks flat and boring because you're following the river basin. Uh, and then you've got the rolling hills on the east side of the state. It's just a beautiful state to visit. Wow, I had no idea that it had so much diversity in in the land and what was, you know, what was there was sand and forest and, you know, all, all of the mountains kind of in the, the northwestern uh, part of the state, like where Chimney Rock is and everything. Yes, yes. Yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. And, you know, um, we do joke about the flyover states, you know, and, and I think most of us in the United States, and I'm guilty of that because I'm from California lived in San Francisco, Los Angeles, and, and also in New York. And, you know, the flyover states are kind of a treasure. I was in Missouri um, this summer in July, and, you know, I found that um, it was really beautiful, and there's tons of microbreweries, which I really enjoyed. And there's like, yeah. for me, because I, you know, we know I'm an avid cyclist, there are so many incredible bike trails. So that that's one of the things up in Northern Nebraska, uh, there's a river called the Niobrara River, and it's a lot of people go up there for recreation, whether it's kayaking, canoeing, tubing. Uh, there's waterfalls that cascade down, uh, but there's an old railroad line that has been removed, and it's now a bike path. And you can bike for literally hundreds of miles on the old railroad bed, uh, and it takes you over some of these beautiful old truss uh, bridges uh, following the Niobrara River into little, uh, little towns that have such amazing little histories. Um, for somebody who likes cycling, it is a great place. As I was getting ready for the show, uh, of course, I went on to visit Nebraska.com, just pretending like I was a tourist because I know nothing about it. And I'm like, well, I got to educate myself a little bit. Uh -huh. <laughs> and I did see that they had that on there. I'm like, are you kidding me? I can get on my bike and I can ride 102 miles. Yeah. I'm going to that's like on my to do list and amazing reason to come visit Nebraska and to visit you. We talked about that when you were moving there and telling me how wonderful Nebraska was and Hastings and everything. I'm like, I need to come visit you. And you're like, come on. So I Absolutely. hope your guest room and the farmhouse is ready for me. <laughs> uh, you've got you've got several to choose from. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, you know, and it, it's funny because Nebraska's tourism slogan used to be, quote unquote, Nebraska nice, which um, you know, the, the people in Nebraska are nice and, and they're warm and they're welcoming, but I always hated that slogan because it was just so generic and boring. And now Nebraska's tourism slogan is Nebraska dot, dot, dot. It's not for everybody. And it's absolutely brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like you got to know it to appreciate it, or you have to know something about it to be enticed to go. Like you wouldn't just pick up a map and go, I think I'll go to Nebraska for our vacation because if you didn't know anything about it, nobody would say that. <laughs> yeah, well, that might change after this podcast, so. <laughs> Let's hope so. You know, I saw, I mentioned this to you, and I just wanted to, to mention it um, to our listeners out there, is that last week I read somewhere, it was on, popped up on Instagram or something, you know, the top 10 cities where people are moving to in the mm -hmm. next year. And Omaha was listed at either fifth or sixth on that list. Yeah, Omaha has been quite the um, 
quite the place now for many years, either Omaha and Lincoln. Uh, Lincoln's the capital city. You know, you've got Silicon Valley uh, in California. There's a lot of tech industries moving to the city of Lincoln, and they're calling it Silicon Prairie. Oh, my God. Uh, I love it. Yeah. Uh, but Omaha is home to many uh, multinational uh, Fortune 500 companies, some you know really, really famous research hospitals. Uh, has many, many uh, colleges and universities. Um, you know, the Oracle of Omaha, Warren Buffett is is a hometown boy here from Omaha. You know, so it's Omaha is a great place because it is affordable to live. There are plenty of different jobs, whether you're in, you know, goods that would be going up and down the river for trade are now lofts and condos and restaurants and microbreweries and distilleries and bars and shops and music venues and it, it's just it's like you're going back in time with the brick streets and the brick buildings and the wide sidewalks and it's just gorgeous i love it after the podcast is over i'm gonna have to see how i get there my flight route. <laughs> yes. well you know um omaha we we do not have an international airport in nebraska uh, so you do have to go through somewhere to get here, but Omaha is serviced by all the major carriers, including the budget carriers. So you could fly out on American United Delta. Uh, you could fly in on Southwest Frontier, Spirit, Allegiant. Um, yeah, I, I can't think. I don't think JetBlue goes to Omaha, but pretty much every major and every budget carrier does. Um, so depending on where you're coming from, like uh, bouncing in from New York, if you went through. Newark, you bounce through Chicago, and you're in Omaha in like four hours. Wow. All right. Um, I love that. I'm thinking, you know, because there's going to be multiple segments here of we know where to go in Nebraska, but we're going to focus on Hastings first. I'm thinking that um, as we do each of our segments, maybe we'll just talk a little bit more about Nebraska in more details because I know there's really wonderful things to do there. But all right, TBD. So, Mikey, let's jump into the spotlight um, on your hometown of Hastings. Tell us all about Hastings. Yeah, so um, full disclosure, um, my mailing address is to the little village of Junietta. So I would consider Junietta, Nebraska as my hometown. It's got about 700 people. Um, but Hastings is only about 10 miles away, and Hastings is routinely in the top uh, five or six in terms of cities in Nebraska. So we go to Hastings for a lot of our recreation and a lot of uh, those sorts of things. So Hastings has about 24,000 people. And again, it's about maybe 10 or 12 miles away from our farm. And Hastings is, is a, a wealth. Uh, it's just, you would never think of a town of 24,000 would have the different things to do there that there is uh, or that there are. Wow, English. Um, there is a small liberal arts college or university there. Uh, there are several different, and there's a, a community college there as well. Um, Hastings is the county seat, uh, so we've got government there. Um, there are three different high schools. There are numerous grade schools, uh, numerous different professional uh, opportunities in terms of health or legal. And of course, because it is surrounded by farms, um, what we do, uh, there's a lot of agribusiness uh, jobs there. But before I get into the mundane and the boring and blah, 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 have you ever had the the uh, the childhood drink called Kool-Aid? <laughs> yes, I have. <laughs> Kool-Aid was invented in Hastings, Nebraska. Wow. I love <laughs> that. No way. And there in, in the little downtown area of Hastings, there is a, a Kool-Aid museum. 
and uh, Hastings has this beautiful old natural history museum, uh, and they have an entire area devoted to just Kool-Aid. Oh my gosh. Well, now I'm, that's definitely worth a visit. <laughs> Who didn't love Kool-Aid as a kid? Oh my gosh. I love that. Yeah. I love that. Wow. Yeah. When I, when I was living in Los Angeles for 22 years, I had gotten into a discussion one time at, uh, at the wine room with a patron who was in from the South uh, and they found out I was from Nebraska. And I was like, did you know Kool-Aid was invented in Hastings, Nebraska. And they were so adamant. They're like, no, it wasn't. It was invented in the South. I'm from the South. It, it was invented in the South. I'm like, no, it was It was definitely invented in Hastings, Nebraska. And they just would not believe me. Well, one of the things I really love, Mikey, in talking to you last week as we were kind of prepping for this show, um, you mentioned that there were so many small businesses in Hastings. And, you know, that's really what the, the theme of the podcast is and why I started it. And um, you know, as a small business owner, former small business owner in West Hollywood, um, that that's near and dear to my heart. So um, tell us a little bit about the, you know, some of your favorite small businesses that are located there in Hastings. Oh, absolutely. Um, gosh, where do I even begin? Well, I, I think I'll start with probably my favorite one. Uh, it's, it's a restaurant and it's in downtown Hastings. It's called The Odyssey. Uh, it's owned by a gentleman named Jamie Hamburger. Jamie is kind of a pioneer in terms of what he's doing with the restaurant industry in Hastings. Most people would know like a mom and pop diner or a greasy spoon or, you know, your typical small town um, kind of quick casual restaurant. Uh, and Jamie has gone or, or you know, the Midwest is known for their steakhouses and yum, yum, yum. I, I, I being the, the, the huge carnivore that I am, I am living in the middle of beef country. So big happy kid here. Um, but Jamie is done something different and he has invented or he's come up with a, a restaurant concept that would be no stranger to uh, New York City or Los Angeles or Chicago or a major metropolitan area uh, but in a small town like Hastings it's kind of um, you know it, it's kind of rare to have this it's got a very very uh, well thought out wine list it's got elevated food you can even go to the chef's table and do um, a degustation meal and the chef will come up with something completely off menu. It's a seven course meal and comes out and presents it. And everything is paired with a different wine. Uh, and the food is, I mean, it's the type of food that you would get at Mod in Beverly Hills. It's the type of food that you would get at the Fat Duck in London. Just absolutely blows my mind away. And it's in our little town of 24,000 people. Wow, well, I'm, um, I'm gonna confess here, I'm, I'm on the website right now. <laughs> Because I'm such a foodie and I'm looking at everything and oh my gosh, it sounds so great. Like short ribs and lime mahi and of course, how can you not have steak when you're, you know, in like the middle of beef country and there's like a New York strip, a filet, I see a pork chop down there. Oh my gosh, grits. Um, it looks incredible. And then, they, you know, like the, the, those are the all the mains. And la I, I was there last night. I couldn't help myself. Went and I had a Chablis. A bottle of Chablis and that pork chop is the best pork chop I've had in my life, no matter anywhere in the world. Yum. Um, but I mean, you know, they do a bruschetta board where they do jalapeno and honey. Uh, they do these arancini balls that are sweet corn risotto uh, with mozzarella. They do bacon wrapped shrimp. Who doesn't mm. love that? Um, oh my they, God. They've, got, yeah, they've got some of the best crab cakes. And who would have ever thought crab cakes in Nebraska? I mean, Seattle, yes. Maine, yes. Nebraska, who would have thunk it? Wow. <laughs> so, and you're, 
And your Chablis went with all of those? <laughs> the, the Chablis went with everything. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and, and they have seasonal desserts. And right now they've got a green apple cheesecake. And I was like, huh, that's that's odd. Mm-hmm. Um, tried it. And, oh, my gosh. It just there was nothing. I can't, I can't say enough good things about it. Wow. My mouth is watering. And Mikey, you know that I'm a kind of a, admittedly a food snob and I know that you and I share the same palate. So I trust you implicitly. <laughs> uh, you're, when, when you come visit, we will go to the Odyssey and I will make sure you get to meet Jamie because Jamie is, he's, he's, he's a great, great restaurateur. And before he got into the Odyssey, uh, he was in the wine industry. Um, and so there are a chain of little wine stores and wine, I guess, um, bars uh, called Wine Styles. You'll find, oftentimes, you'll find them in hotel or in restaurant or uh, sorry, in airports or uh, places like that. He opened one in downtown Hastings, and it did well. But his passion really was food, so he closed down the franchise and opened up this, you know, one-off restaurant. And it, it's Hastings is all the better because of it. Uh, and now he's branched out and he's opening up another one. It has just opened called the Blue Fork. It's not quite as upscale. It's not quite as fine dining, um, but it is it is elevated from fast casual. So um, we're very lucky to have Jamie as a restaurateur in, in Hastings. Wow. And you mentioned that uh, he's a wine guy as he well. He's a wine so, guy. And he's yep. got like incredible wines, um, which you really appreciate, obviously, because you um, owned V Wine Room for many, many, many years there. Yeah, and and last night uh, I was able to sit down and have a conversation with the bar manager um, for the restaurant, and I was just you know spitballing with him. I'm like, hey, so I noticed that you don't have this or this or this or this or this on your wine list. I guarantee you that you're going to see our faces in here a lot. And he was writing down every single wine suggestion that I was I was requesting. So I won't be surprised if. Um, it's, it's such a small town. I won't be surprised if they start catering to requests like that. Oh, I love that. Well, you know, I told you that I really need, I think that New York needs a V wine room. So I'm, I'm still going to like, you know, keep my hopes and dreams alive for that. <laughs> <laughs> I think everywhere needs a V wine room. I, I agree. I mean, just take it, that exact same offering that you had, all those incredible wines, from, especially from the Santa Barbara County, and, and bring it forward. I love it. People need to taste yeah, those. I agree. You know, there's there's another small business I wanted to highlight. It's it's nothing that you would come to Hastings to visit or, or enjoy. Um, but as somebody who just uh, got done building a house and as somebody who works on a farm, there is a little place called Polly's Lumber, and it's now on the fifth, and I'm sorry, the third generation of ownership, and it's an old lumber store um, where you can go and you can get hardware, building materials, and obviously lumber. It's it's almost like, I don't want to say Walmart because I, I despise Walmart. I do apologize if that offends anybody, but I, I think Walmart's moving to small towns and absolutely ruin them uh, because they chase out the mom and pop businesses, and thankfully, um, that hasn't happened in Hastings and we have this poly lumber and you it's kind of you go there and you get everything What do you need? We got it. What do you need? We got it. I, I love going in there the people behind the counter You know after a couple times in there. They recognize you. They know what your projects are They are able to suggest okay. Well, here's some of the things that could work for your project It's just one of those you walk in they know who you are. They know what you're working with. They know how to suggest um Try these uh, different fasteners. Try these this different hardware. Why don't you do uh, this siding because it's more durable and it has more color option. Just, you know, yada, 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 X, Y, and Z. I absolutely love Polly's Lumber. 
and we're so lucky that something like that still is around, hasn't been chased out by a Menards, hasn't been chased out by a Walmart. It's great. I love little places like that. Very cool. I, yeah, the, those lumber, I love those small lumber stores. And we had a couple in West Hollywood too as well. Yeah, like, like Anawat Lumber. It was, it was very much like that. And then because my husband is English-Australian, um, I was walking around downtown after I was at the library because I'm still a library nerd. I go and I check out books. I'm, I'm, that, I'm that guy. Um, I was walking around downtown and I stumbled upon a, a business that isn't new but moved to a new location called What the Dickens? And it's a, uh, it's a, 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 a female-owned business. It's a duo. These two ladies, one is from um, Devon, which is the southwest part of England, uh, and one is uh, American. And they opened up a traditional English tea house where you go and you can do afternoon tea and you can have the little sandwiches and you can have the little desserts and you have the tea. And, oh, my gosh. I mean, outside of London, I haven't found anything like that. And it's so special, especially since one of the women owners is from England. Wow. We're going to have to get them on the show because I'm so curious as to how about how she landed up in um, Hastings. <laughs> I, know. Hey, I, I never asked her. I think she asked my husband, how did you end up here? Uh, and he just looks at me and pointed at me. <laughs> <laughs> all, all kidding aside, he actually, um, he's taken to Hastings or he's taken to Nebraska like a duck takes to water. Uh, he loves it. He has wound himself into the community to the point where uh, when I'm places and he's not with me, people are like, hey, where's Adam? <laughs> my goodness yes where is adam we gotta get him on one of these shows yes we do and currently adam is in matera italy he will be joining us for christmas in nebraska and then i'll be joining him back in italy uh for january and a portion of february uh and then he comes back home in march so we've got three businesses i love that uh, mikey you're on the road so you probably need to focus on driving <laughs> <laughs> you know it's funny how you people say when you're driving you kind of get into a, a rhythm or you zone out i literally just had to look around to figure out where i'm at i'm like wait a minute what exit did i just pass and i'm only like 20 miles away from lincoln like this went so fast <laughs> wow wow i'm sure everyone's like uh, googling nebraska and like lincoln and all of these places and we'll include them all in our show notes before we sign off Mikey you know it sounds like there's so many fabulous things about Nebraska and Hastings when would you say like the best time to visit would be well it all depends on what you want to do most people would stay away from the state in the winter because it is cold and snowy I think that the late spring summer and early fall are probably the best uh, maybe late summer into early fall because the weather is gorgeous. It's going to be very warm. The humidity is starting to to go away. You can do a lot of the lakes and river activities if you want to go boating or kayaking or um, tubing or go water skiing. The seasons are starting to change, and so everything is just it's just a beautiful time to be in Nebraska. And I forgot one fun fact. Um, since we, I mentioned Lincoln, Nebraska, Lincoln, Nebraska is the capital of our state, and Lincoln has the tallest capital building of any of the fifty states. So there you go. Wow. Stop it. That's quite, that's a good um, fact to know. We were talking um, that the wet, because I was interested in the weather patterns there and you said it's, you know, very similar to kind of the East coast where you have that, the cold winters and then the hot and humid summers. It, yeah, very much. Um, but because we're in the middle and we're not next to any water or a big water uh, body of water, you know, the extremes are, are a little more extreme. So in the summertime, it's not uncommon to be, 
uh, 95 to 100 degrees for six or eight weeks in a row. Um, yeah, it, it gets nice and toasty, but if you're on the lake, uh, it's a beautiful place to be. So I, I like to tell people, you know, if you're going to come that August, September, uh, toward the end of August into September is, is kind of a great time because it starts to cool down at nights. Or, you know, if, if, if you're like me, I love I love the winter. Um, I love going sledding. I love anything to do with, with snow and winter. So if you're crazy like I am, come on out in the winter. You'll love it. Well, I think that brings us to the end of this first episode. And, you know, thank you for listening to our inaugural episode of We Know Where to Go. <laughs> yes, we do. Yes, yes we, we do. do. Yes, we do. I, I, I think I we hope- do. I hope that wet your whistle a little bit, like or, wet, or you know, intrigued your appetite on a place that maybe you've never thought of. I I know. Well, I really want to check it out, the bike trails, and I want to come see you and eat at the Odyssey. And I know we have uh, a couple more episodes planned on on other small towns uh, in Nebraska, and maybe more businesses in Hastings. Yeah, you know, maybe we should do an episode uh, where we just highlight the recreation. Uh, the different areas of the state and what there is to do in terms of visiting activity recreation and maybe that would help people plan out um nebraska a little bit more in their mind yeah i love that well you know the world is our oyster so um i think that we should definitely look into that we'll, we'll plan on doing that absolutely just get yes. some cocktail sauce and i'm in <laughs> i love that well mikey thank you so much for your time and for co-hosting um you know i i love co-hosting uh everything with you we've got we know we ho we know we know and now we know where to go focused on nebraska it's fabulous well i i really appreciate you reaching out tracy i love doing these with you i uh i'm never shy of an opinion and i do love to talk so um i'm always on board I love that. And uh, we, for those listening that really love the wine knowledge that Mikey has to share, we're going to do another We Know Vino podcast before the end of the year. And we're going to talk a little bit about Italian wines. There's a lot of them. Um, I got to enjoy some on a vacation in September and Mikey's husband uh, is working on a project there. And so we're going to do a little We Know Vino on Italian wine. So stay tuned for that. Indeed. Uh, There's going to be some really delicious whites and reds coming your way. Yes. All right. Well, as we close out here, I want to uh, give everyone a reminder to be sure to subscribe where you listen to podcasts. Right now, we're going to stay under the We Know WeHo. We'll put a link to that uh, so you don't miss any episodes. And most importantly, be sure you share this podcast with a friend because we're all about um, helping helping to support our small businesses. So thanks for listening and stay tuned for the next We Know Where to Go podcast episode. Absolutely. And you know, Tracy, uh, from my pickup truck, that is a wrap. (laughs) I was hoping you were going to say that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I love it. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye.